Hello, everyone, and welcome to the little podcast of horrors. I am your host, Anthony, and this is a horror movie comedy podcast where I rate and review movies old and new and tell you the good and the bad about them. So for our first episode, I will be reviewing the 1990 film Nightbreed. It is directed by Clive Barker. And looking at some of the cast, some I have heard of, others not so much. For instance, we have David Cronenberg, which you all know him from The Fly, Scanners, The Brood, Rabid. And we have Ann Bobby. I haven't really heard of her, but looking up her credits, she did a lot of voice work for the game's Bioshock. And we also have Doug Bradley, which I did not know he was in this for as many times as I've seen this movie. You can find this on Prime and 2B TV. So let's just jump right in. So right from the start, we get the title of the movie and you get to see some of the monsters early. A few they show are in the movie more frequently. Then we jump to a cemetery and you see a monster with quills all over her body along with four other monsters and a demon-looking one. They are all running to a gate at night, and they slam it shut. Then our main character, Boone, wakes up. So we know he was dreaming about them, and his girlfriend, Lori, says, Bad dream? So they talk for a while, and she suggests that they go away for a while. So our next scene is just Boone talking to his therapist, Decker, about having a session tomorrow. After that, we cut to a husband and wife in their living room, and the husband is tickling her and says, I like being fat. It's comfortable. (laughs) Then the wife walks towards the kitchen and hears her son at the top of the stairs in his PJs and says, I heard something, Mommy, a bad man. But she is like most moms in horror movies. It was nothing. Go back to bed. Now, see, in most horrors, you should at least investigate that, but apparently some moms don't in horror movies. When she goes back into the kitchen, she sees the back door is open, but the screen door is closed. She looks, shrugs, and shuts the door. Now, hold on. You wouldn't at least investigate that? Come on. She then goes to the freezer, looks inside, and we see some lemon sorbet. I have no clue what that is. We see some chicken and some fries. She grabs the fries and shuts the door to see a man standing there wearing a black trench coat that looks like a business trench coat and is wearing the coolest looking mask I've seen. It's gray and looks like it's pulled back almost like skin. It has buttons where the eyes are and the mouth has a zipper which is zipped shut. He is holding a big-ass knife, which he slashes her cheek, then her throat. After he kills her, he slowly walks to the living room, where the husband is watching hockey, and turn the lights off. The husband continues watching, then our mass killer walks up behind him and slits his throat. After that, he walks to the stairs where the little kid is still standing and crying, and slowly walks up the stairs. But for those of you that don't like to see kids killed in movies and horror movies, 
you were spared that. The screen goes black. Then we see Boone welding under a car in a body shop. Lori shows up. They talk about going to a club, then go back to her place. The next scene, we see Boone in Decker's office, and they are talking about the monsters in Midian, and Boone says they don't exist. And Decker tells Boone he got some photographs from the police of some crime scenes, which are black and white photos of families and couples killed. It makes Boone think he killed them. Boone freaks out and says, what am I going to do? So Decker gives him some pills and tells him to turn himself in. So Boone starts popping pills like M&M's and goes back to his place and grabs a letter and pictures of his girlfriend, Lori, and burns them. While he's, <clears throat> while he's watching the fire, he starts to hallucinate himself in his tidy whities making out with, a, with Lori in her underwear on his bed. He looks like he is about to cry, so he goes to the bathroom and runs some water on his head. We then cut to a club, and Lori is on stage singing, and Boone wanders in looking around wide-eyed. He looks really stoned, but obviously with all the pills he took, so he takes off. So we cut to Boone wandering on the sidewalk, and he keeps seeing flashes of the families in the pictures. And since he is so stoned, he doesn't pay attention and walks into the street and gets hit by a semi. How the heck you survive that is beyond me. So he ends up in the hospital and the doctor is checking him out and sees his pills and tells him they cause hallucinations. So when Boone is laying in his hospital bed, he keeps hearing someone talking to himself, saying, take me to Midian, please, I'll do anything. So he walks to where he is hearing it and sees the guys pacing back and forth, repeating, take me to Midian, take me to Midian. They both start talking about Midian, and the guy asks Boone, what do you know about Midian? And they only take you if you're worthy. So the guy pulls out two thumb rings with blades on them. These things just look wicked. And he puts them on. Boone tells him, he will take him to Midian, but he doesn't know the way. So the guy tells him, and he says, You'll have to see my true face. There is a face beneath this face. So the guy basically starts scalping himself and tearing all the flesh off the top and sides of his head, crying the whole time while he's doing it. Which, obviously, because, wow, that looked painful. You'd see him ripping out chunks of his hair, chunks of his flesh. The next scene, we see Boone driving through the city, then through the country, heading to Midian. When he gets there, he walks up to the gate that has a big M on it and walks inside. Boone walks around for a while and sees until he stops and rests against the tombstone and falls asleep. He gets woken up by a Boston Terrier licking his face and freaks out, and it runs off. He sees that it is night. <coughs> Excuse me. Boone hears a growling, so he gets up and slowly walks backwards, only to have a monster that's head is in the shape of a moon. Yeah, this dude looks really weird. Holding a knife against his throat. Then another monster comes out with dreads, but instead of hair, it's his skin. Which is monster. He looks pretty awesome. The moonhead monster says, we should kill him. But the monster with dreads says, no, we should eat him. Which 
the moonhead monster says it's against the law, but dreads is what we'll call this monster. Says, fuck the law. He's meat. Boone basically says, I belong here. I killed people. But Dredd says, it's a lie, asshole. And tells him, you're meat for the beast. Dredd shakes his head back and forth all crazy. And now his face has changed. He looks creepier, has some gnarly ass fangs. And his dreads change color. <clears throat> he bites Boone real deep on his shoulder. But Boone elbows Moonhead and punches Dreads and takes off running. Boone finally makes it to the gate before Dreads almost caught him and the monsters run off. Boone is slowly walking through a field and a bunch of car lights turn on, blinding him. It's the cops telling him to freeze. Decker tries to tell Boone it's over, then shouts, He's got a gun! And the cops shoot the shit out of Boone. So then we cut to the morgue. And Lori identifies his body, and she is talking to the cops and Decker. We cut to Boone lying on the table, and you see electricity going through his bite mark. And his body starts twitching and pulsing, and he jumps out a window. So then we see Decker sitting at a table with a shit ton of knives. And wow, there were a lot of all shapes and sizes. And by now you figure out he is the mass killer. He is listening to a tape recorder of Boone talking about Midian and the monsters. He gets pissed and frozen. We then cut to Lori heading to Midian. She stops at a bar and has a drink. Not really much goes on there. So the next scene we see Boone and the guy that scalped himself are walking through an underground tunnel in Midian talking. And they come up to a circular room with a bunch of the monsters standing around a boiling bowl of water, of what looks like water. The leader of the monsters, which I later found out this was Doug Bradley, with great effects, because you could not tell it was him, tells Boone that if he stays in Midian, he can never leave, and asks Boone if he is ready to be judged and their God by their God. And he puts his hand in the boiling water and puts it on Boone's chest burning a handprint that fades after a while, and the monsters welcome him to the tribe of the moon. So next we see Lori and her new friend she met at the bar pull up to Midian. Lori goes into Midian, but her friend stays in the car as Lori is walking around Midian, which, forgot to mention, it is daylight. She sees the creepiest-looking monster lying on the ground. You could say it kind of looks... A little bit like a werewolf. It's the craziest ass looking thing. Without fur. And it's head is oddly shaped with huge black eyes. Lori looks over at a door to a mausoleum and sees a woman with black hair. She says, please bring her to me. Bring her inside. So Lori picks the monster up and brings it to the woman. And the monster turns into a little girl. Not a bad transformation for a movie done in the 90s. The woman says she likes to play outside, but the sun hurts her. Lori asks about Boone, but the woman won't answer her and walks down some stairs. So Lori follows. Now, why would you follow this woman that you've never seen before, especially in a place you've never been to before? But she doesn't get too far because some monsters try to attack her and dreads grabs her and smells her and then shoves her at the stairs, which Lori runs out. 
freaked out, she runs to the car to tell her friend they're leaving, but sees blood on the car. Lori starts walking through some trees and finds her friend pinned to a tree with a knife through her arm and one in the back of her neck. Which that one in the back of her neck was pretty damn big and real far down her neck. She freaks out and the mask killer Decker comes out behind the tree and takes his mask off and says, when I kill you, Boone will come. So he chases Lori around Midian and Lori trips and falls. Now what is it with women in horror movies that always trip and fall? You've always seen it in all the 80s and 70s and heck, probably the, the 90s and 2000s. I don't get why women always fall in horror. It's quite comical. But Decker manages to capture her and he backhands her in the face, but Boone comes out of a mausoleum. Decker tries to stab Boone, but Boone blocks it only to get stabbed by a second knife, which doesn't really phase him. Then the guy that scalped himself, the other monster, walks up and says, Are you going to kill De Decker or not? Because I want his balls and his eyes, unless you want them. Decker freaks out and runs. So we see Boone suck in smoke and his face changes. Basically, his face kind of scrunches up a little. You see a bunch of weird kind of tribal-like looking runes all over his face. And he chases after Decker. He stops when he hears Lori scream after fainting. So then we just see Boone talking to the leader of the monsters, and he tells Boone to leave meeting with Lori because he put them in danger. We then see Decker drive up to a really old gas station with the windows and doors boarded up and asks to use the old man's phone. He calls a detective and asks him to meet him in a town near Midian, then leaves. We then cut to Lori waking up in a small in a small room surrounded by skulls, and the black-haired woman is there. She tells Lori about the monsters and tells the little monster girl to show Lori the past. So Lori holds her hand and sees monsters being burned, tortured, and beheaded. It's kind of almost looks like a scene from Terminator a little bit, actually. There's like Nazis, or sorry, not Nazis. Uh, looks like. KKK members reading Bibles and things. It's a strange scene. Lori walks off through Midian to find Boone, and we see Midian is actually a small underground city. Has stairwells, crosswalks, and, or shoot, uh, bridges, and so as Lori is walking through Midian, you see all the craziest ass-looking monsters which it would take way too long to describe a lot of them, but the makeup and prosthetics are amazing on a lot of these monsters. Lori runs into the monster that scalped himself and is about to go down a set of stairs, and he tells her, you don't want to go down there. Their berserkers are down there. They're mad bastards. They'll rip off your head and shit down your neck. So, of course, Lori goes down there. What is up this girl? And gets grabbed by a berserker. And these things, uh, they are ugly-ass bastards. I guess you could kind of say their faces look a little bit almost fly-ish. But these things look like they're at least a good seven, eight feet tall. Huge as hell, like real muscular. But, yeah, one of them ended up grabbing her. And somehow she ends up getting free because another monster ends up distracting them. And then she finally finds Boone and they both leave Midian. 
So the next scene, we are, we're at the Sweetgrass Inn, and the receptionist is talking on the phone and eating what looks like a donut. I don't know what the heck it was. It was white and looked like it had, I don't know, strawberries or something in it. It falls on the ground, and she bends down to pick it up, and here's a thump on the front desk. She stands up and sees a head, and she screams, backs up, and Decker is right behind her and stabs her in the chest. We then see Lori and Boone go into the inn and go into Lori's room to change her clothes. And she sees a hole in the wall. She looks into it and sees three dead guys and blood all over the room. Boone smells the blood and goes into the room and starts to change into his monster form. Lori asks Boone what is wrong and he tells her to leave. She says, I'm not going anywhere. He turns and yells at her to go and his eyes are glowing red. And not the greatest effect but it looked okay he eats some of the blood kind of freaks out and then reverts back to his normal self in which case we ended up seeing a bunch of squad guys swat show up which i think decker ended up calling them and they bust in and grab boone we then cut to boone thrown into a holding cell and the chief of police beats the shit out of him and then they send a doctor in to check him out <coughs> which the doctor freaks out and says he has no pulse. Well, clearly, if you see a bunch of knife wounds and bullet holes in him. So the next scene, we see a couple of cops and a detective walking around Midian, and they find one of the monsters and drag him out to the sun. And he starts smoking and burning, and then his body explodes. Pretty good explosion scene. The cops hear an explosion and they run out to see their cars on fire and they show a few of the monsters driving off in a car, which was the black-haired woman and the guy that scalped himself. There's just so many characters, it's hard to remember a lot of their names. We then come back to the police station and a crowd of people and the cops are arming themselves and they're heading to Midian. The crowd and the cops leave and we see Lori get picked up by the monsters in the car and they go to the station to get Boone. The scout monster taps on the glass. One of the cops walks up to it and he basically just punches through the glass, grabs the cop and throws him outside and walks in. Beats the shit out of another cop to make him tell him where Boone is. We then see another cop take off running and locks a steel door where Boone is being held. It says no one can get through that door. We see a bunch of smoke go through the keyhole and when the smoke clears, the black woman, the black-haired woman, is standing there. She walks up to the cop and kisses him, and smoke comes out of his mouth, killing him. Almost kind of seems somewhat poison ivy-ish. Only you don't really see smoke coming out of their mouths when poison ivy kisses someone. So I don't know what this monster's deal is. We then see the cops, and there are a mob of people at Midian setting claymores, grenades, and dynamite all over Midian. After they plant them, they all run out and wait till the sun goes down. Then they blow the dynamite. It kills a couple of the monsters, not a lot, but then the city of Midian starts to collapse, causing nothing but chaos. Bridges are collapsing, stones falling. So while the monsters are trying to escape Midian, a lot of them are just getting gunned down left and right by all the cops, shooting a bunch of the small ones and innocent ones that really couldn't fight back. 
And then we kind of see Boone. He's trying to rally a lot of the monsters together and telling them, you know, don't flee. Just stay and fight. Otherwise, they'll end up killing all of you and killing your children. So basically, the last little bits of the movie we see is just monsters, monsters getting slaughtered left and right. So to give the monsters a fighting chance, Boone finally just says, hell with it. He releases the berserkers. Those mad bastards take out all the cops. And they do everything from breaking necks. I think one berserker, he bear hugs a guy, blood shoots out of his mouth. So, yeah, they basically take them all out. Then we have the final fight between Boone and Decker, in which Boone kills Decker with his own knife. Not really the greatest fight. It's He stabs Boone in the back. It goes through his chest. Boone beats the shit out of him. Then he grabs Decker by his shoulders and impales him with his own knife. Tosses him off. Tosses him off of a ledge and he lands on the ground. Boone then goes down to a giant statue called Baphomet, which is basically all the monster's god. And he tells Boone that he must save them from his enemies and save the remaining monsters. And says, you are no longer known as Boone. You are called Cabal. So Boone does, he ends up grabbing the remaining monsters and they get out of Midian. Then we cut to a barn in the middle of a field with the remaining monsters. Fade to black. Roll credits. Now, on IMDb, they rated this a 6.6. I definitely would have given it a lot higher than that. I, I definitely would have rated it at least a 9 to a 10. But... Uh, I guess that's just critics, and I don't know. Maybe they didn't like the effects, which the effects were amazing. But uh, a lot of the kills in it, they were really great. Not really the most goriest. Uh, I'd say real, like, bloody more than anything. And I did find a little bit of trivia on it. So the knife that Decker uses to kill his victims with is a Liston knife which is a surgical blade used for amputation, which became associated with Jack the Ripper and the movie From Hell, which I don't, I've seen that movie before and I don't recall Jack the Ripper's knife being that huge. And there's actually two versions of this movie. There's the original and the director's cut, which I prefer the original because some of the scenes are a bit better then the director's cut and the only difference with the director's cut is after Boone ends up saving the monsters and they get out of Midian then him and Lori they uh, are standing out the top of a hill just watching Midian burn and she tells Boone to take her with him but he says no I can't I'll come back for you. And she basically doesn't want him to leave. So she stabs herself with a knife and then tells Boone that he needs to save her before she dies. So he basically bites her like dreads did. She comes back to life and then she's a monster. It's, it's an okay one, but like I said, I prefer the original Nightbreed over the director's cut. You may like either version more when you check them out. So, 
in closing, that's basically our first episode. It may not be as long as most episodes you're used to, but this was my first go at it. So maybe the next episodes will be a bit longer. And our next episode we'll be doing will be classic movie Monster Squad. But before I go, there's a great group of friends of mine, two great friends actually, Keith and Marla, and they run an amazing monster. Well, sorry, I got monster on the brain from talking to this. They run a mask making business of their own called Ultimatum Mask. And these masks are hand stitched, handcrafted, and hand painted. And these masks are like beautifully done. Like they're amazing work. You can breathe out of them easily. You can see out of them easily. They're perfect for heck if you want to go trick or treating with your little one. Granted, you'll have the most scariest looking mask out of anyone there, but they mainly make them for haunted houses. And if you can tell by the logo of my podcast, I'm actually wearing one. And I absolutely love it because I've wasted so much money over the years buying cheaply made masks online that you can't see or breathe out of very well. And you feel like you're about to pass out wearing those things. With these, you definitely don't have that problem whatsoever. Like I said, these masks are amazing. So please check out their work on Facebook at Ultimatum Masks. And with that, thanks for listening and see you next time.